<laughs> Oops. I'm all wet. Noel, looking forward to your Kansas City show. <laughs> See you soon. the last time you mess with Stretch? I fade. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another riveting, exciting, powerful, life-changing episode of Stretch and Fade. That's right. How are you doing, dude? You know, not too bad, man. I'm in the... I'm. I'm... I'm supposed to be on my break. I am on my break right now for my main channel, but mm. just a lot of other little stuff going on. But you know what? <clears throat> I came back. I had a I had a little oopsie daisy in the end of the year with uh, a video getting hit, getting demonetized, and I retaliated yeah. it with uh, a beautiful new tune that should be a nice buffer for a little bit. So we'll we'll, we'll see. You know, that's all I can. Yeah. Do. I mean. That's just that's just what this that's what this business is, man. That's what they say. You know that's what they, they say, say about this business. Man, this business is crazy. It just is what it is. It's cutthroat. It's diabolical. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If Susan Wojcicki came up to you, and that's the CEO of YouTube for people who don't know. And she was like, she did this shit. She was like she's down in a hole first off <laughs> all right so you're looking down into a into a deep dark hole all right uh, how does she come up to me if she's in the hole no just listen she's like <laughs> noel <laughs> and you're like what noel come here i got something to show you <laughs> and you walk up to it and she and she offers you she offers you the best ad rates. She offers you forever being pushed in the algorithm. She offers you the sweet, sweet comfort of the security of being underneath her wing forever. Yes. But she says, all you have to do. Noel, are you there? Yes. All you have to do is eat this muff. <laughs> Gobble it up. Damn. Like, a, like an old pecan pie on Thanksgiving morning. Would you, would you, would you slam away that muff to completion, mind you? It isn't just like a time limit thing to completion for that kind of, for that kind of security. I don't think I could, man. <laughs> wow. Coward. Okay. Now, you, you know what? You, you could, know what? You, you couldn't just raw dog an old bird for just like a little, for like security for the rest of your life. Damn, this is a, this is such a. Okay, hold on. Can I just sidestep for a second and say this is such a modern version of would you suck a dick for a million dollars? What what's your answer on that one? I don't think I could do it for a million. Oh, I think I would I think I absolutely could man through it. You man kind. through it? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be looking <laughs> at that motherfucker in the eye, <laughs> glaring at him. You like that? <laughs> Spitting on it. <laughs> Bet you're glad I ate four or five tootsie rolls before i came here my <laughs> mouth is straight up soaked i got that i got that high fructose spit right now dude <laughs> that's what i'd say 
Especially if it was just cast money. He's like, oh my god, thank you. And he just like gave me a big like metal briefcase. I'd wipe my fucking, I'd wipe my mouth like I just got done eating a Krispy Kreme. And I'd be like, pleasure doing business with you. All right, well, let me not dodge the question and get back to, you know, yeah, kiss, kissing Susan's clam. Would I go pearl there? diving? But, but, but while you're doing it, let's say that, let's say you do. I'm just gonna give you some future things, just so you know. Okay. So I can't, okay. so, so it can't be one of those things where it's like, oh, but whenever you do it, X happens. And you're like, oh, well, if I would have known. So while you're right. doing it, she could sit there and she actually, she's tickling the, the top of your head with her extremely long fake fingernails and she's just doing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. All right, I'm thinking of a, a couple things. You know, <laughs> Wait, what, what, what's pondering through that head of yours? Can my wife be present, you know? Or is this like going to war, you know? Do I, do I. Just do I me and you. Okay, all right. Dang. All right, so now I'm thinking of the morning of, you know, Alina and I have agreed, and Alina says, <laughs> yeah. it's okay, baby. Mm. You're doing this for us. And I look yeah. at her and I say, I'm so glad that we understand each other, and I kiss her on the forehead. Yeah. And then I then I leave, and then, and then you know, I drive back to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you roll up, roll up in your Porsche to the hole. <laughs> So, I mean, like, the real thing, though, too, is I think about this. You ever see that episode of Black Mirror where it's the the prime minister has to have sex with that pig on live TV? Yeah. And it's like he does it for a very noble cause and he does it to save somebody. But now yeah. everybody is just, like, disgusted. And everybody's just, like, laughing at first. And then it just turns into, like, immediate, you know, like people are like, oh, Jesus. And now his wife can't look at Do you think that if you, I mean, straight up did, like, an old Leonardo DiCaprio to Kate Winslet, right? Right. I'm talking straight up, like steamy old ford model t to yep. susan to susan's box yep you think alina she might be okay with it now but do you think that she would hold through do you think she would stay true to that do you think she'd be able to kiss you on those lips who who touched the surface of the moon the dark side of the moon technically that see that's the part i don't i don't think she could hmm. i think i would come back from actually no she may be able to compartmentalize is she home she is. Yeah, you want, like, oh, yeah. Like, ask her real quick. <laughs> Alina, come in here. <laughs> ask her. A, yeah, put, 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 her on, put her on the mic, yeah, too, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hunter has a question for you. <laughs> it's so great. Is I'm doing this episode with the door open, too, so I'm sure she heard like half of this. She's going, the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Alina. Oh, she's coming. See, these are the interesting Herculean Hercul <laughs> challenges, tasks that truly test a relationship. Okay. Uh, now, you, now you break it down to her. I don't want to be the one. To you want me to break it down? Okay, okay, okay. Right. So Hunter's asking. Why is he on camera? Oh, because he doesn't know how to use a computer. But okay. Hunter's asking. He asked me if I would be able to clam dive on the CEO of YouTube for basically infinite guarantee that we would get the highest CPM, highest ad rates, but I have to clam diver. No, to completion. To completion, he says. That's important. Yeah. And mind you, I'm doing this, and she's in like a big hole. She's like at the bottom of a big pit. <laughs> yeah, you have to climb down a, a large <laughs> she's, pit. She's in a big pit. But the real thing is, could you be able to forgive Noel after he does that? Like After completion, would you would you be able to do that? Uh, like, Could you look could at you the same? Could you kiss him on the lips? I don't know what clam diving is, but I can put it together. Yeah. Eat and muff. Um, Eat and muff. But I think so because I feel like it'd just be like he's going down there to eat a meal. 
God, God. damn. <laughs> Old girl's looking at it like it's a Golden Corral buffet. Son of a bitch. Good Lord. <laughs> That's such a good... He's going down there to eat. Susan's like... <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for participating in Gay Son or Thought Daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Gay Son or Thought Daughter. <laughs> oh, you know, you, these are important questions sometimes. Sometimes you need these hypotheticals to really know who you are as a person. No, I agree. I agree. Dude, I got to shout out my guys, Paris, Texas. They, uh, they were telling me about this hilarious conversation they had. They were at the studio and he said, they're both telling me that the argument got really intense because they were arguing about whether you would fight, uh, like for the rest of your life, would you fight um, once a year, uh, like a like a chimpanzee or, mm. or like a half sized monkey, yeah, or would you fight a chicken every day? And he and and there was a big argument in the studio, and um, basically. There was a heavy favor in terms of fighting the monkey once a year. Why? That, that's so that's, dumb. That's that's what. <laughs> do they realize the size of a chicken that you can just boot that son of a bitch like a Nerf football? I do that yeah. shit every day with my yeah. wife at my house. <laughs> I have I have the constant struggle every day. Let me tell you something. Those birds ain't tough. You want know tough? Getting your dick and balls ripped off. Like having your fucking. Having having your taint skin removed from a chimp like it's the top layer of a pizza. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would not have to. Every day I'd be dreading. I'd be like, the chimp's coming. It would be like a. It would be a forever. It would be a forever uh, burden on my life. That would just scare me every day. Never be able to enter a zoo again. Well, you see that that's what. Okay, so, um, that was a big point of contention in the. Yeah. In the conversation. Oh, I imagine. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I'm trying to remember what, because um, my boy Felix was saying that he was almost alone. Everyone was saying, no, I, I just fight the monkey. And he was trying to say, um, bro, what, like that process, like as soon as it shows its teeth, like you're. You're done. Yeah, like you're not even gonna have the confidence, and and then so then people started adding stipulations. They started saying, "Okay, do I get to fight it with a sword?" And he was saying, "It doesn't even matter if you have the sword." Has no idea. Like, doesn't matter. I mean, maybe maybe if if the the monkey is in an open field, right, and you <laughs> yeah. have and you have some kind of gun <laughs> that could maybe deter him from a while, but you better be a damn good shot. I'm, I, mean, I don't know if you've ever even been at a shooting range. My hands get shaky as hell. Just sitting there, just like yeah. ho- holding it up. Imagine a chimp <laughs> running full speed at you. No way. Nobody turns into Dirty Harry at that situation. They're like, you don't make my day, punk. There's no way that happened. I'm crying because yeah, the speed at which a monkey can move. Like, that's that's so funny when you think about it functionally to even have a chance it has to be flat land <laughs> yeah I mean, so you, you have to you have to have flat land no breeze it has to be yeah. the, it has to be the calmest day on earth the literal the, the literal day the earth stood still that's what you would have to have yeah. to fucking be able to remotely have a chance of shooting that little son of a bitch 
Yeah, dude. Anyways, yeah, I, no, I, I uh, I saw Puss in Boots too. By the way, oh, you fucker! I haven't seen it yet. I was gonna go see it next week. I was really bummed. I was really bummed to go see it because my wife was like, "I want to see Puss in Boots." Puss in Boots too. Like, Jesus fucking Christ! You know. All right, fine, I'll go. The trailer starts coming in. I'm like, oh god, bro, don't gonna... even lie. Like, you this is gonna be no, no, no. Let me, excited. let me finish. Let me finish. I okay, sat there okay, and I right. was watching the trailers. It was all sorts of musical bullshit. First off, what what happened to Disney? Have you seen the trailer for Elementals? That shit looks dog. Like that looks beat real no. bad. No, looks really stupid. Um. The movie starts and it starts off with like a uh, musical kind of thing, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm in for the I'm in for the long haul." Yeah. And then like probably about eight minutes into the movie, the whole movie like kind of changes tone, and it's like brilliantly animated. The whole movie was just like, it's so good, so good. The whole movie so good. So why were you bummed? At first, at first oh. when I went, when I like when I was going, I was like, "Man, I don't want to see that shit." I was kind of wanting to see the whale. Uh, yeah, because I've been meaning to see that, but I was like, because <clears throat> like the only things in the theater right now are like Puss in Boots two, The Whale, and fucking Avatar, and you can't yep. pay me to go sit in the theater for three and a half hours and watch like fucking blue people swim around the water. I don't give a shit how visually pleasing it is. I'll watch it at home, you know. Yeah, that that's one I I just I can't do in a public setting. I I agree with you there. I feel like and the only the only movies that I stick to that are like three hours long is if my boy Scorsese drops a movie about the, yeah. the same kind of template. An old Italian man, he's like, it was back in the day when I would try to do that with people. Yeah, I was 19 when I met Bobby Bushushka. I was going to, I was just going to watch The Irishman this weekend. So good. I, I love The Irishman. It's, it's, it's a good movie and also just watching like 87-year-old Robert De Niro act like he's like 30 is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> they de-age they de all of them and they just look like wax sculptures the whole movie. And he's like, like uh, Robert De Niro, there's a part at the beginning when he like is pulling aside, his truck breaks down and that's the first interaction he has with Joe Pesci. Yeah. And he's sitting there and they're like, both of their faces are just so smoothed over. He's like, Doctor, just, I just can't fix the thing. He's like, oh, see here, kid, you gotta, you gotta twist this. He's like, no, no, no go start it up. He starts like, oh, thank. He's like, oh, thanks, Mister, I appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, no problem, kid. It's like these are the crypt keepers talking to each other with like yeah, the, smoothed the, over face. It's so fucking weird. It's like um, that that dude uh, Brian Jordan Alvarez has been doing that character on his Instagram where he like uses like uses the like this really face. No, no, like the hot guy filter. Like, he, like he looks that. really hot, but then he uses this crazy ass voice. Like he'll be looking just, you know, like a ten out of ten dude, and then he'll be like, "I'm eating breakfast." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> All yeah, the comments right. kill me too. People are like, "This is exactly how I thought he was gonna sound." You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So dreamboat. Yeah. Bro, I um speaking of whatever, I ha have you watched Slow Horses yet? Have I watched Slow Horses? Yeah. No, that's not a that's not like a me, me taking a dig at you being from the Midwest. <laughs> it's like no, I, no I I'm saying no, I didn't know like that's the name of a show or movie. Yeah, yeah. It's an Apple TV series. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's you know, dude, it's it's like it's basically uh a more up to date kind of James Bond. It's not as like cartoonish and you know and it's called Slow Horses. They made a spy show called Slow Horses. Yeah, dude, I was surprised. It's actually really it's 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 a good watch. Apple TV's been putting out some bangers, man. 
Yeah, I, they have. Severance was probably the best show of last year. Severance, Easily. Severance was great. Easily. And then I just got done watching Ted Lasso, which Ted Lasso to me was like the PG, like, uh, kind of reminds, it has like the same kind of vibe as like, what's that one show my my wife likes a lot? It's like, uh, <clears throat> it's about like Purgatory, The Good Place. Mm, yeah. kind of has like that feel good thing where it's like, that might be like, what are you, gosh, you're just so freaking annoying sometimes. Yeah. Like that kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, Ted Lasso. I like, I got sucked in, dude. Okay. I don't know why. I got sucked I've in. Been- I've been resisting Ted Lasso. I just, I don't know. I like Jason Sudeikis. It's like a completely unrealistic anything. Like okay. the, the the whole show is just like, this would never happen. It's like mm-hmm. kind of stupid in that way, but the characters are fun enough. And it's just one of those, I, it's just like a feel good show kind of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. And like right. sports shows, I think are really easy because the motive is always very clear. <clears throat> We yeah. need to like we need to win or whatever. We gotta right? win. We gotta we gotta get the championship. Right. <laughs> so then it's like you're always behind them um for like what they're doing. So it's an easy goal. Yeah. <clears throat> Versus like severance. I feel like a lot of people would be turned off because they're just like, I don't know what the fuck's go I don't know what's going on. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I don't I don't know. It seems like Apple TV keeps releasing good stuff though. Yeah, what's crazy is um Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't tell this. Damn. Why? No, I, I have to tell you off record. It's about Severance, but I, I legitimately can't say. <laughs> what? Like I, what? Like the ending or something? No, 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 no. It, it's just I, I can't even put this in. A what kind of industry audio. gossip do you have? Yeah, put it out there. No, no, I can't. Look I literally at you can't. dangling I, the fruit in front of him like that. I literally. Can't. Oh, I have all this backsider information with the. No, director. it's it's I really, can't. it's really not that big of a deal what is in, the, in, in late like in, in general terms you don't have to say what it is but what is the general gist of it it's just uh i kind of know the story about how severance made its way to apple tv okay that doesn't sound too scandalous does it it's yeah it, that in and of itself is not you're right i mean th- that that's the most i can say okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude Noah Miller just dropped how got on Apple TV. Gun down Adam Scott or whoever the fuck that yeah. actor's yeah. name is. Yeah. Execute Adam Scott. Yeah. Oh. Apple, Apple TV actually did severance to Adam Scott and he's not who he is. <laughs> this, is <laughs> this is a biography. Of, it was just a, yeah, uh, a remaking. Severance the show is Apple TV employees or Apple employees. Basically. Um, yeah. Like giving their fucking, like basically telling people like this is exactly what's happening at Apple headquarters with Steve Jobs. So like Steve yeah. Jobs is probably who's that? Who's is what's his, Tim Cook? Is that the new guy? Mm-hmm. Yep. He's scary. Timmy. He's a scary looking dude, dude. He kind of looks like a like a like an extreme like if if you did the face filter to Ellen DeGeneres, and you yeah. Hit old, if you hit old like four or five times, that's what Tim Cook looks like to me. Hit Timmy. Yeah, I've never really thought about his face like that. If I if I had to describe him, I uh, it seems like he'd be like a mythical tree in some cartoon or some shit. That's you know? a really that's a really good description. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's like Mitch McConnell and Ellen DeGeneres. That's how yeah. I see. That's how I see him. <laughs> a, war, a, a, a war criminal and no, I don't know. Yeah, a war criminal and a war criminal. Surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say too? I was on YouTube the other day looking around while I was working. I watched. I just like, I kind of let my like up next thing go through. Yeah. And uh, since I was watching some of the TNG stuff, sometimes videos with like 
your videos will pop up or like Cody's videos will pop up. Well, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm also subscribe to you guys, but <laughs> the Colin and uh, Amir oh, Colin episode. And Samir? Yeah. Samir. They, uh, I watched that video of you guys. Did you actually go to Elon Musk's house? Yeah. I thought you knew that. No, I had no idea. Dude, we, um, you met that, Elon? Yeah, but that night started at the Rainbow Bar. So whenever I go there, I always get this weird nostalgia for that night. Yeah, that's insane. Well, like, did you guys meet Elon at the Rainbow Room? <clears throat> no. So we were we were sitting, and and mind you, this, this is such a weird forty eight hours. It, this it's so bizarre. Basically, I woke up some morning, and Cody sent me a screenshot <clears throat> of Post Malone DMing him, and he goes, "What?" And I said, "Oh, that's crazy." And then I went to his Twitter. And I realized he followed me too, so I followed him back. And then I just I said the corniest thing ever. I said, "Appreciate the follow, man. Appreciate the follow, Posty. Yeah, keep up the good work." And then he you responded, should have, you, should, you should have text back. You should have sent a voice memo and just be like, "Hey, hey, 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 yeah, my sunflower. Yeah, yeah, love me too uh, much." Uh, that I don't even think that song had come out yet. Light I have a song. Yeah, yeah. When I started bowling, I was young. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Taking about just, just ring I never won. <laughs> just send him oh. a selfie video of me singing. Yeah, or no, you should have done. You should have just sent like as soon as he follows you, just be like saucing, I'm saucing, I'm saucing on you. you. Swinging, I'm swinging. Did you guys see my music? Did you see uh uh what was the uh <clears throat> at that time? Better what what did, did was your guys' music video dropped by that point? The one that was like. Remember the, like one of the first times I met you, I was like, "Yeah, man, I actually like that music video of yours." Where it's like, "Bad bitches." Bad bitch got feelings, she don't catch yeah. Where, where the fuck it was, and I was singing that song. What the Sophia? Is that the? Was that? That, that, had, was that hadn't come out yet. That was. Oh, okay. That was, uh, oh, dude. I, yeah, I remember I was, I was just singing the song. And you're like, "Stop it! I can't take it." I cringe. I I hate hearing me back on those songs. <clears throat> anyway. Oh yeah. So sorry. I totally did. De- de- no, you're that. fine. You're fine. Yes, yeah, so and then some post he. Uh, was like, yeah, here's here's my number. He said, put us in a thread. <clears throat> and so spun up a thread. He says, I'm on tour. I'll come back in a few days. Uh, and we say, okay, cool. So he comes back and he says, meet me at the Rainbow Bar. I go, okay. boy, Good man. Yep. And then we, then we go there and we're just sitting and then we're drinking. Have you ever had their lemon drop shots? Nah, man. Only if, the only thing I ever get is Jack and Coke there because of Lemmy. Yeah. Well, they do this thing called a lemon drop, and they <clears throat> taste really good. And it's probably the, I don't know, I've had cocktails and whatever mixed. They're drinks, very strong. Lemon drop shots and martinis are super strong. Yeah, I mean the way they do them there is just I've never I've never tasted anything that legitimately did not taste like alcohol and was mm. like consu- like you're still able to consume it because I feel other mixed drinks when. They they do have whatever you know. It, it's still you still know it's alcohol and it's like really sweet or really powerful, but whatever. So that night I did fourteen shots of these. <laughs> these are good. Yeah, Fucking seriously. Yeah, drop shots seriously. The seriously. Okay. So- well, because because it was a thing where where post kept he would just turn to the waiter and he said, "Can we get twenty <laughs> five? <laughs> Can we get 30? And so I felt like I just, it was a weird, this is my stupid brain. I felt I had to contribute, you know? 
Oh, bro, like you don't I... want to be the one guy. No, I think I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, I don't want to be too cool for lemon drops or whatever. That's one thing that the Dare program doesn't talk about. When one of the biggest pop musicians on the fucking planet invites you, there's nothing about D. I won't do drugs. Hey, <laughs> you're not singing that song to yourself. You're, nah. you're, uh, you're, you're doing the fucking lemon drop shots for sure. At least. So we're we're just sitting there, and then Post says, uh, "You want to go to Elon's house?" With kind of this wry smile on his face, and I say, "What?" And he just turns the phone to me, and he's chuckling, and it's just Elon. Do you want to come over? And I just shrug, and I say, "Yeah, sure." And then Cody <laughs> says, "Yeah, sure." So then. They call. They round up some Ubers. We get in the Ubers, and Austin Austin rented a Lambo or some shit. Uh, for, or maybe it was. His, actually, no, it was his. He was still living in L.A. at the time. So uh, his security drives him in his Lambo, and we go uh, to this house, and we go up the driveway, and it was really weird. There were, you know, Grimes was there. She was like holding lanterns it was it was just a whole thing <laughs> i don't think i mentioned in the colin samir episode but elon made this really weird joke to me and someone else oh that's what it was it was myself and post manager and we were standing by this aston martin it was really it was a you know really old aston martin and he points and he goes look there do you see it says cigar holder because in this time, cigarettes were considered f- to be for girls. And we just stood there and said, oh. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I ate a full bird today while it was alive. That's yeah. what I imagine the next thing was. Yeah. Have you guys ever eaten a full pigeon before? Just grabbed it from the air and yeah. ate it? Like and a I, cat? It's such a weird thing to retell because I always feel weird talking about someone who doesn't really know who I am. You know what I mean? You know, oh, I. What's well, an experience in your life? I mean, it happened. Yeah, fun, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think the funniest was the, thing. Was the rest of the night pleasant? <clears throat> it was awkward, man. Or not awkward. It, it was It was fine. It was fine. It, it It's like any other. I think that's the funniest part. You think it's going to be this big special thing? No, but it never like, is. Never it's is. Like, it's like any other small party where you don't really know the host. You're just kind of off it's in the, the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just non-conversational. It's one of those things where you're just like, you know, I not that even like <clears throat> I consider it a lot like uh when I started doing pretty well on YouTube and stuff, and I you know, people of our age and stuff. I mean, like I grew up, we, people have grown up watching YouTube since like 2005 or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something crazy. Yeah. And I remember like, <clears throat> so it's like, you know, meeting creators that you like and stuff is, it feels like reading a celebrity sometimes to, I mean, to an, an extent. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, you know, sometimes meeting other YouTube people and being like, you know, I've thought about this before being like, oh man, if I ever met him, that'd be sweet or something. Right. <laughs> and like meeting people at parties or something like that. It's like, not only is it not. It's never as exciting as you think it is, but it's almost always worse. It's almost always just kind of like you find like you're like talking to them and they're like super like one dimensional or whatever else. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I could totally see going to Elon's house and just being like, that shit was a drag. That was a bore. Yeah, it was it was more. You know, well, this is, it was a cigarette. This was a cigar holder. He has every piece of article, like every every piece of furniture in his house. This yeah. is a cigar holder. Because yeah. <laughs> back then, ladies smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Well, well we okay. found out later, because when we were there, we were, we were noticing there wasn't, there wasn't a lot going on in the house, and we 
found out later that it was one of his party houses. So there, there was there's ah, furniture, but you know, and and here's a funny thing too. I didn't, I didn't realize how many kids he had. So yeah, it he, only no, hit he has me. a shit ton of kids from different hit, women. I think. Yeah, it hit me afterward where I thought, man, this dude was just hanging out with Post Malone. He had like some random you know, fucking content creators in his house and some other strangers. And he's just up at midnight, you know, dating Grimes. And he's got nine or 12 kids just yeah, in the Yeah, she's ether. trying to fucking catch fireflies out in the yard or whatever the fuck it is. And <laughs> his robot son's going to be the only one. His robot son's going to be like Baron Trump. It's like, that's the that's literally the most popular one. Yeah. All the other kids are fucked. Yeah. The robot yeah. child will be the most popular for sure. Yeah, the other kids, who even... And really Who cares? Knows their name. No <laughs> names. Bored. <laughs> yeah, before he popped off, doesn't even count. Bro, speaking of robot children, I was trying to see Megan today. Oh, dude, Brian Jordan Alvarez is in that. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh. It looks. It looks like. Uh. It looks I really think, weird. I, dude, it I looks, think it's. I think it's right of your alley. I think you're I think probably gonna love it. It's going to be really weird. I'm hoping it's really bad, but funny bad, like in a good way, yeah. where it's like, it becomes like something where people are like, dude, you got to see it. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Just because it, it definitely is something where a studio system spent $100 million on a CGI girl because they're just like, AI is hip right now. Yeah, People are scared of AI, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> so I feel like they're doing something like that. So no, I, I'm I'm very curious to see it. We'll, you know, we'll see. Speaking of kind of B-horror or whatever, uh, yeah. I, I watched Battle Royale. Uh, Classic, yeah. It's I did One not realize that Tarantino casted uh, yep. Gogo from Battle Royale. Of yeah. course, I, I knew her character was a nod to it, but yeah, that uh, that movie is like so unbelievably influential on so many parts. I mean, like so many of uh, <clears throat> even just like literature and stuff. I mean, like so many of those tropes have been seen throughout so much of. Uh, the, like media, especially in like the recent twenty years of films and stuff, because mm-hmm. I think when did that movie come out? That movie came out probably like what early nineties or something. Two thousand. Oh, it's two thousand. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but it was it, it was because I like I had done. It was so funny. I <clears throat> I found this. I didn't find. I just googled. But there's this old Reddit thread where this super pretentious guy. We honestly we need to do the next episode. We need to just read this thread because it's hilarious how like pretentious the guy posting is you know and basically his thing was i do not get why this movie is so favored and is so influential it is objectively bad and he calls out all the things that are supposed to be funny and people were saying people tried to nicely say hey man you know i think you're kind of viewing it from a really technical lens i think you kind of got to view it like with a bit more humor or comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then he'll give these nine paragraph responses where he says, I understand humor, okay? And then he like, Trust me, pal. These... I yeah. understand what that means. <laughs> but someone gave this kind of interesting snippet where they were saying that there was this period where Japan was having trouble having financial success with films. So studios started trying really extreme things just to get people in the door. And... I don't want to butcher this, but I believe Battle Royale was kind of a summation of all those attempts that these studios were making. Like, I think maybe Battle Royale was the one to go, all right, why don't we just go overboard? Like, we're just going to use children, and they're all going to kill each other, and it's going to be fucking, like, brutal. Mm. Um, 
and and so I think I, I I you know I believe that more than the film just kind of being kind of crazy and wild to watch, I also think that they were there was this meta layer that I think people at the time were like, oh my god, yeah, you know, <laughs> this is what people are trying to do right now but this is actually good kind of thing i think it's i think it's uh there's always these kind of films especially with like smut films a lot of things can be very hard for people to watch um, yeah it's something to take in mind which doesn't mean that like i don't think you have to look at everything through a constructive lens like i think people can just be totally turned off by like being like i just don't want to watch that kind of stuff yeah but i think to blindly uh devalue or think that something is just like smut for smut sakes i think there mm-hmm. is movies like that but i think you'll find that a lot of directors and stuff like that always have obvious like meanings or you know they're trying yeah. to accomplish or say something through work because um, <clears throat> i think there's like a, a clear difference between something like battle royale and then it's like a clear difference between something like uh like a rob zombie film where it's yeah like, yeah. very surface level it's just like kind of meant to be like a grindhouse kind of like everybody's screaming it's loud it's visceral it's supposed to just like be in your face and it's mm-hmm. you know it could be really fucking annoying at times mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't know it, you know there's a lot of shit that i like that i think sways that way and stuff like i think uh i don't know that, that stuff's just right up my alley i like that stuff yeah yeah I, um i thought battle royale was kind of oh, i thought there was some you know, funny thing aspects there because uh, is it original source material or is it derived from like a manga or anything like that? I, I, I think it's derived from uh, from a manga. I'm pretty sure. I could be completely wrong though. I don't really know much about it. If it's not de- derived from manga, I would be I would be hard surprised if there's not some piece of literature that it's not inspired by. Yeah. Though, well, two things there because I just finished Alice in Borderlands and I just think when they do kind of these, you know, live action mangas. Like I, I think what's pretty great is how the, like the transferring the source materials, like characters, you know, in look and feel. Cause I think with superheroes, you know, they obviously do that with comics, but to me that's kind of, I don't know, that's easier in a way. Like there's just a straight up uniform that you have to make. And then you just put it on someone. Then it's like, oh, that's the Green Lantern. But when they kind of adapt out or like create these characters like as real people and they kind of have to cast someone that looks like them and they kind of got to get their hair right and their wardrobe right. I, I don't know. I think those those two older students in Battle Royale, they were just like, they were funny in a super entertaining way to me. Like they have these kids shuffled in and these two guys that are clearly older, but I still got that sort of like manga anime feel when their characters got introduced like you know <laughs> yeah very and i just i looked it up too and yeah it's apparently based on a book that was completed in 1996 it was submitted oh, okay. to stuff <clears throat> it was entered in like japanese like uh into like japanese uh like writing contests and stuff but it didn't mm-hmm. make any prizes but it uh it got published in 1999 that's crazy and then it was, and then like in 2001 year, uh, sorry, I'm just going to read this deal. No, in yeah, 2001 year after publication, Battle Royale was adapted into a manga series uh, and a feature film. So the same year that it got um, published into a manga series, it also got the film that year as well. So oh, that's, that's I cool. think it must have been, I think what you're saying though, the cultural relevance at the time, I think probably skyrocketed its uh, yeah. success and made it really culturally relevant. And people were probably yeah. like, we need to like get this shit made. Yeah, something I have never watched that I'm I I assume you've watched is uh, Akira. 
Of course. Yeah, I've I've not seen it. I didn't even I didn't even know because I I had heard about some animated film, you know, where every frame was hand drawn, and I didn't realize Akira was the one. So, um, yeah, I think I don't know. I'm I'm going on a little I'm going on a little weeb kick. <clears throat> all the uh, all the it's, fucking uh, it's all the pretty, basic bitch. It's pretty amazing the amount of uh, the amount of shit that uh, goes into anime or like just the, the the significance and the cultural relevance of anime a lot of the times mm-hmm. i'm not a huge anime guy you know yeah but i think like akira i think like perfect blue mm. is really good there's just like some that are just inarguably just like beautiful films that are, don't just fall into like modern tropes and stuff but yeah yeah i mean akira that's been parodied more than i can you know ever comprehend yeah <laughs> Dude, I just have a random. Did you, you did you watch much of car, uh, like like Cartoon Network like Cartoon Network in the way of like Dragon Ball Z and Zoids and stuff like that? Did you watch too much of that growing up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I always thought I was trying to remember recently on a TMG episode like the name of the show Zoids, and it finally came back to me. And I always thought that show was so cool. Like I was so mind blown. How did they get 3D involved in 2D? <laughs> Yeah, back then that was like a weird thing. Early 2000s, they started doing that. There was a Cartoon Network show that was kind of popular at the time called Code Lyoko. Don't know if you remember that at all. No. Code Lyoko. Right it was now. like one of the ugliest fucking shows I've ever seen in my life. It, this, essentially, it was always like it started out 2D, and then there was like a virus from a computer program that would try to infiltrate the real world. So the kids would have to go into this computer, and it would turn 3D. And they'd have to like they basically like met like a white Native American woman who like lived in the server that would like purify these. Uh, these evil temples or whatever that the, the virus was starting from. Right. And like the Damn. day would be saved and they could like go through their deal. But that show was, uh, <clears throat> that show was always on. And I was always like, God damn, dude, that, that show, like Camp Laszlo, were, like the two things where I was like, I can't, I don't want to, I can't sit here and watch this <laughs> shit. <laughs> did you ever, okay. So on the subject of Cartoon Network then, did you ever watch Reboot? No. Uh-uh. Oh, dude. Reboot? Yeah. Look, look at a Reboot animated show. This show, uh, hold on. It 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 is so horrific in the way of 3D animation. I mean, it was you know it was good for the time, but it was just basically video game cutscenes the whole time. Uh, reboot. Oh and, yeah. Oh bro, yeah. This is kind of a, maybe a bit before my time a little bit. Yeah, just a little. How, bit. how how old are you? I'm 22. No, no, no. I'm 33. You're- yeah, you're like 35 or something like that. The, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you're like 39. Right? You're like you're like you're pushing like you're 40. Now, I, like I think by this time, I think because this show came out when I was one, so I think it was like just a little bit before. Because I think like I was more invested into Cartoon Network at like 99 through like right like early 2000s kind of thing. Um, yeah, I never I, saw this one though. Yeah, this would have just been before you because. This is fucking horrifying looking though. This is like Oh bro, you terrible. you need to watch this. It's it's the most um ridiculous premise for a show. It's it's basically the Matrix. <laughs> but it's these uh people that are essentially programs that live in a computer and uh their whole city is like on a motherboard. And basically they refer to like the owner of the computer as the user and this giant uh thunderous cube drops down on the city and then everyone is forced into playing a game and then uh 
there's like this whole storyline where this the young boy Enzo becomes like this adult version of himself and yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty good. Like I think they did a good job with the characters. It's it's a fun bullshit watch. You could probably dig up on YouTube. And we're back. Uh, we had to reset Hunter's OBS. And while we did that, someone sent me a nice little foot peel video. So you know, I appreciate oh, good. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Was it satisfying? <laughs> I couldn't watch it. That one. Is, <laughs> I've seen it before. It's too brutal. It it really looks like you know, the texture is like the surface of an orange like slice you know like fresh off you know yeah it's tough dude that that uh your tiktok feed is hysterical i have a very fucked tiktok feed my tiktok feed which first off i just want to clarify that like i don't ever like any of this stuff you know like i (laughs) I, i'll watch my my tiktok feed is pretty much 80 percent down syndrome people like farting and like being mad or something like that like basically just being upset and then the rest of it is just like horrid terrible just shit just like awful awful stuff yeah the what was that surgery one you sent me where they're just basically drilling into that guy's head it's just a chinese dude just a chinese guy and it's like i'll, I'll literally yeah it's like these guys like screwing in these he- like these screws into this guy's head and i think the guy <laughs> is i think he's like passed out or something so it's yeah. like it's just it's like really backwards like surgery thing or whatever, but yeah, it's 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 messed yeah, up. They're doing create a character in real life. They're, <laughs> they're like, oh, what if we made him bionic or something? <laughs> and then I, uh, and then I uh, also just get from time to time like just tons of just thirst traps and stuff, which really? I don't like any. I don't like any of those either. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck is going on. Thirst traps from just like of all genders or, or is it just women or i mean it's pretty much just women i have gotten like some usually it's like if 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 it's ever a guy it's usually in response and people are like making fun of it or something like that got it got it dang so, so yeah. tiktok is just baked it in they, they if they have an inkling that you might be a male user they go okay oh i think so and you know listen do i linger sometimes on the thirst traps maybe <laughs> <laughs> But I think, like, I'm not liking them. You know, I'm not adding them to the collection or anything. <laughs> All the stuff I like, too, I never see it again. All the stuff that I like, I never get that in my feed. I like, yeah. like, oh, that, that was funny. Never get anything like it in my feed again. So it's very rare. So then now I've resorted to where I've, like, usually when I like something, it's just so I can go back and, like, be like, this is fucked up. I'm going to send this to somebody. Yeah. So now it's just it's. I think I'm just I'm down too far. I'm, I'm I, the the hole is too deep. I can't climb my way out anymore. I've been engaging too much political conversation, so my my feed is really littered with just arguing. And I and I gotta. I'm. I've been asking my you know my guy Cash to send me stuff because his is more like the farting and random, you know, meme edits and stuff. And I need to get more back like more of that back in my face because uh, yeah, currently all of my feed is just people like actually you know and did you and also and, and it's just so fucking just like shut up shut yeah. up yeah we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah it's uh I, I i can't stand any of that shit the thing too is this is why i always tell people which i probably have said this on the show before i, I don't know but people sometimes will ask me my opinion on things yeah. right they'll ask me where do i stand yeah Here's the thing about me. 
I'm racist. I, I am a sheep. Yeah, I'm a racist. Here's the thing I mean. I am a sheep through and through. Yeah. I am. You, if you have enough conviction in your voice and enough where you're just like, well, what about this? I'm like, that's a good point. <laughs> then, the, then the other side could be like the exact opposite and be like, you know what? You got a lot of good things you're saying. I have no backbone. I have no moral. Co- I have moral compass. I don't want to say I don't have moral compass. I just like issues where it's just like, what about, <clears throat> what about X, Y, or Z or something? I mean, yeah. I just I understand. I, I can see where you're coming from. Like, I just yeah. like, I I don't have that kind of will to argue with people about things or something. Right. I also am not going to pretend that like I've researched anything. Like, I have yeah. no idea yeah. about any kind of issue. Obviously, if someone was just like. Like, if I'm at, like, a Thanksgiving dinner and my parents are just like, God damn, minorities keep taking up all the jobs, I'd be like, well, I think that's probably a bit harsh, don't you think, Dan? (laughs) Kind of thing. But uh, if it's just, like, you know, simple stuff about, like, I don't know, bills that are being passed. Because everything always just feels so serious. And I'm like, I... Yeah, I didn't even. I'm like, oh my god, I had no idea that was going on. And then that, yeah. like, oh, they're blowing it out of proportion. It's blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad. I thought it was going to be this crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. no no backbone for any like, of it. Like so. net like net neutrality or some shit. You're just kind of like, yeah, bad dude. You like, if you were born in 1940, you would have been just getting strung around <laughs> by every politician hitting the fucking oh. pavement. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I would have strived back then, though, too, because that was the prime days of don't ask about your money, don't don't ask about uh, religion, and don't ask about politics. Right. Those are the big three. Yeah. I would have done very well back then, because the yeah. conversations were probably all very just like, uh, you know, people were just judgmental underneath their, right. like, in, in the privacy of everything. Right. But like but nobody was just like talking about the political ideas or anything. I feel like I could have been very good. People would have just been shit talking the fuck out of me behind my back. And I could live with that. As long as I don't know, I can I can definitely live with that. I am I'm that kind of man. I do feel like uh just going do, into a dinner, just railroading everyone with horrible conversation and then you leave yeah. just smiling like I had I I killed that. I had a great time and everything. Yeah, exactly. Was, God damn that dinner was good. <laughs> the tasty rolls. We gotta go back there again. And everyone's just like, I fucking hate that guy. But they never say it to my face, so it's okay. Versus if people told me that now, I'm I'm very, I, I have very thin skin. I'd be, I'd be like, but why? What did I do? <laughs> Please love me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I love you, man. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, just weird, genuine turn. I love yeah, you, no. dude. No, man, I pay. I appreciate that, dude. Thank you. <laughs> it's the beginning of the year, and I look at the I look at the docket, and I feel like every everybody in any facet of their life looks at the beginning of the year, and they just say, "How am I going to do another one of these?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's very much how I feel right now. I'm on my technical break right now. Yeah, I have some stuff going on, but I'm like looking at this like this. Uh, like I like Sisyphus looking at the boulder. Yeah. He's supposed to roll up the hill. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I, I, I I'm, I'm having a hard time, uh, comprehending. Like, just like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this forever? Like, this feels, yeah. this feels brutal. So I'm trying to think of a way. I'm trying to think of a get get rich quick scheme. I'm thinking about, you know, the Logan Paul thing right now. People will probably already forget when this comes out. Logan Paul scammed people. Don't know if you remember that, but that happened. 
yeah. the news. Yeah, because uh, like like I said, when this is when this airs, I bet you anything, nobody talks about it. It's no. just like people are back no. on impulsive, being like, "Dude, that's crazy." <laughs> Mike is just like, "Oh, Logan, bro, <laughs> Logan, bro." <laughs> God, Logan, you're so funny, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was crying at that clip when he was like, "Well, I saw the pain in your eyes. I saw the pain in your eyes, dude. I saw." Old man fucking Mike on the side of the couch. I saw the pain in your eyes, and I, <laughs> I didn't know if you'd be okay. <laughs> I saw my Medicare flying out the window. I saw oh, my man. salary flying out the window. <laughs> Is everything going to be okay? Please tell me it's going to be okay. <laughs> This is also moments after I had no idea that Logan previously also was just like shit talking his other co-host for like believing in God or something like that. Yeah. He's like, what are you, a fucking dummy? Having faith in something? And the guy's like, yeah, no, that's just what I believe. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I yeah, like how the beginning of the podcast are like, you know, there's been a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> a lot of backlash from things going on, like me calling out George's religion and the, uh, the coffee's in the video, so I'm going to bring my truth today. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just, I don't know why I just thought of the Trump voice as you said all that. There's been a lot of backlash. The backlash been a lot of backlash. Big. They don't like how I involve myself in crypto. I tell them crypto's they, not bad. I tell them crypto is not bad. It is good. The crypto <laughs> I do is good. Um, Very good. <laughs> Very, very good. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's it's interesting. It's just, it's interesting times we're in. And it's like, and I'm jealous. I'm a jealous man. Not because well, so, of the well, actions, so what, you, not what's because your the, What's your get rich quick screen though? Like, for, you know, for, fuck Logan. Well, I don't know yet. Oh, I don't okay, know. Okay. I mean, crypto seems like the obvious thing because people apparently just, they, they will buy that apparently. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking about, I'm going to start my own. You know, either my own coin or I want to get into the fine arts, dude. Oh, bro. I need to start painting and start having some fucking old rich geezers be like, that would look great in my living room. Yeah. And it's and just they... me just fucking, I spend like five minutes on it. Million dollars per minute. Yeah. Five million dollar painting. Boom. Put it up. Yep. I'm always curious how they, you know, because I've heard lots of conspiracies about artists i've heard this crazy one where there's this idea that uh, uh smaller what is it smaller like exhibits like in exhibition rooms will discover artists and then the people who own those smaller exhibits will like you know kind of get buddy buddy with these artists and then basically you know take them down a path where they get addicted to something and, and just try to get them to kill themselves naturally with drugs so that then they can take those pieces and just ratchet up the price like crazy. Th this is a very wild conspiracy I've heard from two people now. Uh, one that, of seems which, a bit, that seems a bit crazy. I, I think it's, I think it's a, like way too many moving parts for that even to be effective. But um, th my point think, being is that there seems to be a process where they can take an artist and then, you know, an exhibit could, you know, maybe like grow them into something special. And then all of a sudden now everybody's printing money. And I, w I want to be a part of that too. <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. 
I want to yeah. be a part of it too. Yeah, I want to be a part of it too, and I want. That's what I'm saying, dude. I just want some French woman to come up to me and be like, "Fucking cigarette," puts it out of my chest, blows the smoke <laughs> in my face. <sighs> Your art is divine. I can't do a good French accent. I'm going to say yeah. German. Your art is divine. I want it. <laughs> We're going to showcase you in, in the Deutschland. And they say, I'm like, oh my God, what an opportunity. Thank you so much. Yes, you will stay. You will have a residency. You will paint for the next five years. Because that's what happens. Yeah. Those people sit there and they give them like crazy timelines. For the next 10 years, you will be under residency under the, uh, yeah. you know, the Gruckenheimen, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, my next 10 years are figured out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fuck so, this whole thing about what fucking video am I going to make today? Yeah, so you don't Wait, like what, what am I going to grind for all. no reason? You know what's cool about doing YouTube videos? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot, dude. You know what I get to say to people? People are like, oh, what do you make? They see my sub count. Whoa, that's a lot of subs. What do you do? Oh, just cringy horror stings, parodies of children's cartoons for, you know, people online. Wow. Instead, I could be like, yeah, I'm, I have a German residency. Yeah. Getting paid. Getting paid fifty million dollars a year, yeah, for the next ten years of my life. There's because, no big deal because that in in that case, it, when you have the German residency, you can be making bullshit. But that's what I'm the, saying the bullshit has like an time. insane payoff. But you know when you make bullshit for YouTube, you're hoping that one day you'll get the fucking you know the the clam dive offering. You know I you're want just, the clam dive offering. I think I'm at a place where I feel like I just need, uh, I think that I'm like, I'm looking for, I'm looking for, uh, not even this, I'm like, I guess a big payout. I just security. Yeah. I want to feel like I could be like, I just, I'm not going to make anything. Yeah. Which is unrealistic because also it's like, you should have to work for the money you have and stuff. This is just my dream, right? I'm not saying that like I deserve this or anything. I'm just saying in my wildest fantasies, I would be given money to where I could buy a nice house that I like. I could live comfortably and I don't have to worry about it. And I could still make videos. Yeah. You know, that's that's my fantasy. I really don't want anything else. Yeah. You know, I I'm I'm like doing things in my career to try to pivot for future things and future ideas. But at the end of the day, like it's not like I have no real aspirations to be like the biggest channel or like the biggest right. animation channel or like right. have all these crazy things. I feel like I just simply want to make shit. That's all I want to do. I think you gotta hold on to that, man. I think I'm that's- trying. That's how uh, I know, but I think holding on to that feeling is is the hardest part because I think that's what keeps keeps you sharp. You know, in some ways, <clears throat> I think that's why you know maybe some of the greatest directors never make that much money because I feel that they are like dedicating themselves to ideas that really like kind of take all of them. So I, I hear yeah, you. Well, though. I hear you. There's I an interesting you. thing with um, with people on YouTube. And I think, mm. especially people on YouTube, and I think people don't realize, <clears throat> which I could be talking on my ass here. This is just a gen- general thought I'm having, okay? So if I sound like a fucking third grader or something like that, then feel free to, like, you know, <laughs> shit on me. But Remember also, Hunter would have bought snake oil in 1940. So just, you know, keep that in mind. That is true. So there's a thing with YouTubers that I think is kind of interesting where it's like, it's... Every every YouTuber is now a master entrepreneur, and that's yeah. like real. Yeah. Every YouTuber that has a large following knows how to talk to an audience, which is basically their their market, right? Yeah. And it feels like <clears throat> it's at this point when you see so many people making so many things, 
and doing so many different things. Like there's a difference between somebody who's like, let's say somebody is a film review channel and then they start a new channel. They're like, this is exactly where my, I'm, I wanted to make short films and I wanted to make a new channel. So it didn't get bogged down. Sure. Some people make all these different channels that don't really add any value to the brand that they've made. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like it's monetizing all these different aspects of their life, like monetizing every second of their life. Yep. And it becomes this question that I'd feel like, um, and you know, it's different for everybody. Cause I mean, you know, you know, nobody ever knows the struggles. I guess what I'm getting at is like, when is it enough? Like when is, yep. when is the, uh, like when do, when does the question be asked? That's like, uh, that's, like what is enough money what when when is enough uh, yeah to 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 stop or whatever cuz no it I, just, I, uh, I i think that you're well okay so on that point sorry i don't want to cut you off but i think if i had to say i don't think it's ever i think that's the problem is i think people get this money and money from the internet comes fast so it comes from it just like becomes like this uh, number go up psychology and I don't think it can ever end. I think that is the problem. Well, sorry, I, go ahead. Well, no, I think you're I think you're right. I think it's just uh it's just very interesting. It's fucked up because not that I necessarily see myself monetization wise or like money wise being like, you know, I need more, but it is like a layer of comfort that maybe is unrealistic or something <clears throat> or who knows. But yeah. When analytics and that kind of stuff gets introduced into your life, all right, the rest of the episode, I'm just going to have to go no camera because this is just like not working. Um, <laughs> That's fine. We, you can sorry. draw so whatever just, just you'll stay, be. Stay on, uh, just make a, have them make a very uh, rude Photoshop of my fat face. We'll just <laughs> use that first a screen for just a still the whole time. Uh, more of the story is I see, I, I see that shit in myself and I see in other people where it's like analytics and numbers dictate your entire future and life and stuff. And I think like, I've been trying to ask somebody, like especially like an accountant or something, and be like, "What is like an actual number that I can try to get to?" Yeah. Where it's just like, "You're good," you know. Real realistically, you're totally fine. Because I don't want a mansion. I don't want you know. I'm not a big materialistic person. Like the only materialistic shit I like are like, I like getting paintings from people from like yeah. artists I like or like you know art books or nerdy shit or whatever. But yeah. That's just kind of where I'm at. I don't even know where I'm going with this. I feel like I had a slight stroke. I'm well, just saying, I, 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 the whole. I guess I say that because I see somebody like Logan Paul, and it pisses me off because it's just like, no matter what he touches, he's going to make money out of it. He yeah. has the most security ever. He's the biggest fucking liar. Yeah. On the platform. Yeah. And I think like he, uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, how many passes does somebody get? Yep. And it's just, I don't know. You and know, still get to w- make woe money. is me, pity me. Yeah. P- pity me. Pity, pity, pity Hunter and also uh, <laughs> sell him tonic that will uh, de-age him. And also, yes. uh, you know, nah, I, let me, let me, let's end it on this. Cause I think this is a really, this is something I've wanted to say forever or not wanted to, whatever. So I think to this point, I feel a lot of YouTubers tried to become rappers because they made too much money and then they actually started relating to Drake and then they were like I can do this like I I have those things too I think there's like a funny thing about that where you had all these random people like trying to make music because they were like getting glimpses like they have like this wealth and they're getting glim- they're getting glimpses of relatability in like rappers who you know make a lot of money too and I thought that was like a funny 
I think like subconscious thing going on from people from the internet making a lot of money. I don't know. No, it's true. I, well, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, it's just the money of all that kind of different things. It's people trying to, I think also a lot of the times people who don't, don't, which <clears throat> I feel like this is going to sound rude, but it's not. I think that there's like legitimate people who are interested in music, but I think a lot of the time people who don't understand <clears throat> who are at a place of success and feel like they need to make some kind of changes, usually choose music. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I I don't know if that's how you guys felt or whatever, but I think it's like, uh, I guess I mean like whenever they try like the serious music career thing or like, they're like, Mm. I'm pivoting, especially with, uh, filthy Frank success as Joji and stuff. Mm. I think that like a lot of that stuff, I think that a lot of people became the YouTube people to, um, you know, yeah. boost their music career, you know, or something. Who knows? But I think like, yeah, people are constantly striving for acceptance, and especially they want to be, I think, respected in yeah. in like a field they find. And I think like whenever you start out and you're doing stuff like commentary videos or like parodies and stuff, it's fun getting the attention and stuff. But after a while, you want to feel like what you're doing has value, like real inherent respectable value. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people are trying to constantly find that with new ideas or something. Yeah. Um, which is why I think so many of the YouTubers who are totally content with being like, you know, I make Let's Play videos or like I make re- commentary videos and they're just like, and that's awesome. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who are probably the happiest people on the planet. Yeah. And they're probably the most content and that's why their content always thrives because they actually love it versus people yeah. who thought they wanted something, got it, wasn't really what they expected and now they're trying to like position pivot out of that role. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. Well, pretty crazy. What an episode of stretch and fade, huh? Yeah, we could end it on a on a really deep thought like that. You, you know, know what? what? Let our let our listeners who definitely didn't tune out uh 16 minutes ago when this whole thing started. No. Nah. So, you know, the, I hope the, uh I hope the viewers enjoyed this episode. That's all I got to say. No, they did. But you know what? You know it's deeper than than the thoughts we've just discussed. Our sponsor today. Yeah. Uh, Susan <laughs> from her deep cavernous hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. The deep, deep hole that is the YouTube ecosystem. And she's down there always lurking in the shadows. <laughs> if you think she's not there, trust me, she is. She's watching. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you and we'll see you on the next one goodbye bye